Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I'm doing that because 99% of the people listen to the recording of the, this podcast, not the live broadcast. And I want it to sound like I know what I'm doing. Anyway, I'm bringing on my guest. I'm getting off topic here. Where is he? There he is. I want to call my guest. You want to call? Here we go. Okay, there he is. I got a lot to talk about. A lot has happened since I've done a show. Like, a lot of stuff. Hello? Dad? <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> is that you, Dad? <laughs> you came back? Did you, did you come back with the cigarettes? <laughs> What's going on, man? Chilling. What's up? Oh, not much. Not much. You know what? I finally... Got to meet Mr. Andrew Bird in Washington, D.C. Um, I've talked to him for years, but I haven't gotten to meet him in person. I got, finally got to meet him in person. It was nice to see you, Andrew. Uh, we are, yeah, it was nice seeing you, too. Yeah, I, it, and I'm going to talk about the, the... I went to the protest in Washington. I'm going to talk about it, but there's other things to get to first. So, Oh, and, and before we start anything, uh, I was playing... Um, I don't think you heard it, Andrew, but... I'll do it real quick. I was playing this song. You know this song? Hold on. Do it again? This song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slayer. Right? No, this is actually Metallica. Fight Fire with Fire. Is that Metallica doing it? Yes. This Metallica Fight Fire with Fire. Now, what I was saying was... Okay, so what I was saying was uh, Metallica, that was one of the great albums... Okay, Metallica had Kill 'Em All, they had Master of Puppets, they had Ride the Lightning, then they sucked. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's, that's as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know of anything after uh, Master of Puppets that is worthy of anything. I think it just all went downhill from there. You still there, Andrew? Maybe you got offended by my Metallica comment. <laughs> No, I'm actually after after Cliff Burton. I am not a fan of Metallica. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, and and people are like, oh, well, there was the oh the injustice for no, 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 no. You're wrong. After Master of Puppets, it all went downhill. I'm sorry. It just was terrible. And and the crazy thing about Metallica is is if they had stuck with their first guy in the first place, Dave Mustaine, they would have. Oh my God. You know what they could have done. Yeah, they are just now, uh, James and Dave are finally, 30 years later, cool again. Right. Alcoholica is what uh, destroyed Dave and Metallica's thing. Yes, yes. You That's know, literally their nickname to, in so many circles was Alcoholica. But, but the thing that's crazy, though, is that, you know, Dave, Dave Mustaine got sober... And that was it. He stayed sober all these years. Hetfield, who threw him out for it, he he's going back. I think he's back in rehab now. He keeps on going back to rehab. So it's like, you know, it's ridiculous. You there? Yeah. Oh, okay. He keeps cutting out. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, he. Uh, it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't understand. But anyway, there's something that's going on before I get to all the vaping stuff, because I only don't talk about vaping stuff on here. Anybody who's been listening to me for years knows I talk about more than just vaping stuff. But uh, this is fascinating. So 
this guy's running for president of the United States. You ready to hear this? You got to listen to this, Andrew. This guy is running for president of the United States. And and this guy's the front runner, one of the front runners. I wouldn't say he's the front runner, but he was at one point the front runner. So this is, I don't know, maybe a 45-second clip. This is someone running to be pre- to, to become president of the United States, and millions of people are supporting this guy. Listen to this. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn, uh, um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so I learned about roaches I learned about kids jumping on my lap and I've loved kids jumping on my lap <laughs> what the fuck is he <laughs> fucking Biden what, what is he talking about what is that <laughs> I, I don't know, but I thought he was out the pasture soon. I, but how do pe- How does somebody listen to that and support this guy to become president of the United States? I understand you hate Donald Trump. Fine, whatever you hate Donald Trump. But how can you support that? How how can you listen to that and vote for him to be running our country? That's insane talk. And it's not just, yeah, like, it's creepy too. I like kids sitting on my lap. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it was anybody else, it'd be straight red flag and they'd be searching all kinds of records to see if somebody ever made a complaint about them. I mean, Donald Trump has said some crazy shit, but he never said any shit like that. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He's running for president of the United States. Isn't that great? We're, uh, we're, we're doing well. That's awesome. <coughs> My daughter just started preschool, and now she's sick, and I'm sick, and everybody's sick. Fucking hate school. I hate preschool. I, I mean, it's like as she started it, ever since she's been in it, we've been sick. I've been sick for like a month. <laughs> I mean, this yep. shit won't go away. Uh, she's got it. My wife's got it. It's fucking ridiculous. That's another reason why I haven't done a show in such a long time. I've been trying to kick this, and I just can't seem to fucking kick it. But anyway, yeah, Joe Biden, that's some scary shit. If you're voting for him, I don't know what's wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Um, I have a lot of shit to get to. You know, somebody on Twitter said this the other day, and I found it interesting. They put out a tweet, and it said something to the effect of, you know, nicotine. Okay, so nicotine is derived from tobacco, so it's considered, you know, a tobacco product, right? That's what they say. CBDs derive from marijuana, yet they're not considering that marijuana. Well, I have a pile of it in my lap. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, I I understand their point. It's like, okay, well, if nicotine, well, the nicotine make it's tobacco, but the CBD isn't. I, I I get their point. I mean, listen, I don't agree with it, but you know, I just found that interesting. Very- yeah, I understand that point, you know, and but you know, there's a company, the TFN's back. They're uh, manufacturing again. Really? Yeah. No shit. Tobacco free nicotine, guys. Yeah. 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 You know, I haven't really explored that because I've heard, I don't know, I've heard it has a taste. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it, and I've done shows about it in the past, about uh, uh, synthetic nicotine. And I just, everything I've done and heard, it just hasn't really been very positive. There are a few companies that are using it, though. I know that. I think Lost Vape is one of them. I think they have a juice that uses it. Um, 
So I've done a little bit of research on it, but I don't know. I, I, and, I and I don't think that's the future. I really don't. I do not think synthetic. It's not a loophole. No, it's it's not. Unfortunately, well, actually, I, I take that back. Well, I don't know. See, the problem is, is it's fucking nicotine. I, I'm going to get into that. Luckily, the same thing. Well, I, I'm going to yes, and and I'm going to get into that later too. See, these are discussions we're going to have, but we have to have these first discussions. There's one discussion I have to have now. Here's what's going to get fun, uh, Andrew. Here's what's going to get interesting. Okay. Um, some people aren't going to like what I have to say, but I really don't give a shit. If you don't like what I have to say, you can call 347-202-1162. I'll bring you on the air, and you can uh, say what you don't like. Listen, I'm not a bad guy. I, I could have a debate with you, but I'm just telling the truth, and this is the absolute truth, and I'm going to be honest right now. Now, honestly, Andrew, so you know, when the VTA first started, mm. my biggest – but <laughs> hear me out. My biggest bugaboo, I would, I would say, I guess, with it wasn't them. It was Tony. It was Tony Abood. I was concerned. Uh, I was concerned because through my research of this guy, you know, he'd been involved in some weird shit back. And, you know, he, he had done some work in Chicago and some guy he had worked with went to jail. And it was this whole thing. I mean, if you Google Tony Abood, Chicago, it'll come up. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know about this guy. You know, this seems kind of, he had like, the, I, I had heard, I don't know if it's true, but people were saying he had done work with tobacco companies. And I, I just, it, the whole the whole thing turned me off. I'm like, I don't know. This guy turns me off. So I had. It, it is true that he did. Yes. So I, I hadn't been very supportive of, of the VTA. Now let's fast forward to now this point. It's been what, a couple years they've been around. I will say, Sorry. this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say. They're raising a shit ton of money, which is great. Lawsuits are being done, which is great. Um, I see them actually. I see shit happening. I, I'm not gonna lie, Andrew. I, I, I see them funding a lot of lawsuits. I see them raising a lot of money. That's pretty fucking good. So I'll say this. This is what I'm gonna say. Let's say Tony Abood's behind all that. Well, then wonderful. That's great. That's awesome that he can do that. Wonderful. I don't. I don't know what his role is at VTA. I only know one of his roles, and this is my only problem right now with the VTA not I think it's wonderful they're raising all this money and starting all these lawsuits because we need that that's what we need but here's the problem and nobody has the balls to say it but I'm going to say it because nobody will fucking say it Tony Abood should not be speaking he should not be on a camera he should not be doing interviews he should not be speaking to the president he should not be speaking he is not a speaker no offense he's not the VTA has got yeah. a, the VTA has a lot of money now. Okay, they can hire a speaker. No offense, whatever else he's doing there, he's doing a wonderful job. He should not be speaking. And for people who don't understand why I'm saying this, because they may have not heard my other shows, I will give you two examples right now. Are you ready for this, Andrew? Here's the first example. Here's Tony Abood about a month or two ago on Fox News. To the president's comments and apparent action that's pending on vaping. Let's turn to Tony Abood now. Executive Director of the Vapor Technology Association. Uh, Tony, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, Shep. Is vaping safe? <laughs> vaping, what we know from the scientists, is that vaping is safer uh, than smoking cigarettes. That's no, it why isn't. Public Health England. No, no, it isn't. I'm sorry? Um, actually, that's not true. Because I have a Google machine and access <laughs> to the research. Uh, is which okay. is worse, smoking or vaping? Although e-cigarette vapor may not result in the obvious smell and visible smoke of traditional cigarettes, it still has a negative impact on air quality, especially when vaping indoors. 
There are no long-term studies to back up claims that the vapor from e-cigarettes is less harmful than conventional smoke. So why do you push that line? Well, because that's what Public Health England, the Royal College of Physicians, and even the American Cancer Society. Is it safe Society, to vape? American Cancer Society says that e-cigarettes fall on the risk spectrum much closer to the patch and the gum and the lozenge than they do to toxic cigarettes. Here's what, so there here's is, what the American Lung Association says, quoting, e-cigarettes are not safe and can cause irreversible lung damage and lung disease. That's what they say. That's what the Lung Association says. That the is. Cancer Society says something different. And, and right now what we know can is that Can I get that cancer from vaping of, or no? <laughs> we don't know that. that well, but what we don't know is what now. the American wait, Cancer no, Society No, no, that's not true. Well, here's, the, here's the truth on cancer causing. I mean, I, this goes on for, it's the most brutal thing you've ever heard, Nick. It's worse and worse and worse. Okay, so some detractors out there might say, Andrew, well, that was just one instance. Well, here's another instance. Here's Tony Abood sitting across from the President of the United States having a conversation with Secretary Azar from the CDC. Listen to this exchange. Just listen closely. But mostly, it's mostly the open systems and the mix and the, but not the cartridges. They're not, they're, they're not made where you would homebrew it. As you know, all of the e-liquids that are being sold in vape shops have already been registered with the FDA. Oh boy, is that not true? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll continue it. Their ingredients already on file with the FDA. And those, those ingredients haven't been able to change for the last three years since the deeming regulation went into what, effect. What, per, what percent are cartridge-based nicotine delivery devices like Enjoy or Jewel? I, I don't have the number, but I can get that for you. But did you hear him? So he said, what percentage of the sales of vape shops are the cartridge, the closed cartridge base? Now, Tony said, fine answer. He said, we don't have those numbers, numbers right now, but I could get those for you. So you heard that, right? Okay. Yeah. Now listen to this. So would they go out, would your shops go out of business Most based certain. on cartridge, fl flavored cartridge products? If you want to sell just flavored cartridge products, then you are, then you are literally cutting off the entire, entire industry. Well, no, the vape right. shop industry. No, no. You just, you, you, just said you, don't, you, just, you just said you don't know <laughs> what percent of vape shop's the, business is small flavor cartridge. Thank you. Thank you. It is a small percentage. I mean, look at the guy. Azar is right. He sat there and he said, I don't know what percentage it is. And then Azar said, okay, well, what about if it was just uh, uh, flavor? Now, what Azar meant was, what if we just banned flavored cartridges? But he didn't say that. But it doesn't matter because Tony mistook it for, well, what if you could just sell flavored, the, the closed cartridges, and that's it and nothing else? Tony's answer was, oh, well, then it would shut all the vape shops down all across the United States. Well, you just fucking said you didn't know what the percentage of sales for those were. So how do you know that answer? I mean, this yeah. is why he should be speaking. I'm sorry. Whatever he's doing at the VTA, other than speaking publicly, is wonderful. Good for you, man. Keep it going. That's great. You got a great thing going. Don't speak anymore. Hire, take those millions of dollars. Hire a speaker. You know, it would make all the difference in the world. Nobody, and, and it's, nobody has the balls to say it, Andrew, because so many people are so happy with what the VTA is doing with these lawsuits and raising all this money and everything. They don't want to upset him or offend him or sound like a dick. I get that. Fine. Then I'll be the dick. You just got to be honest I'll with him. I'll like now. a dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit yeah you've seen me lately i don't give a fuck yeah i mean you know I, you just got to be honest that's the honest truth uh so yeah hire a speaker and then some dick's gonna send me an email like well, why do fucking do it because i'm not a speaker that's why i would never do it because i'm not the person to do it i am not the person to do it in fact 
In fact, Andrew, this is incredible. So I don't know how many years ago, what was it, 2012, maybe 2013, 2011, 2011, 2012. Anyway, I sat right on this crazy podcast that I do, Andrew, that many years ago, because I've been doing this podcast like nine years now. I sat there seven years ago and I said, you know, I said, we're getting fucking beat up in the media because the media was starting to do these negative vaping uh, stories and we had nothing. All we had at the time was CASA. That was it. And I'm like, you know, we need an organization that can answer to the media, something that the media can call on to get the industry's perspective so they just don't have one perspective, just the antis, like they have ours. So I came up with this wonderful idea of the American Vaping Association. And I wanted to make it happen, but I didn't really know how to make it happen. So one of my listeners named Tony, wonderful woman, calls me the next, like the day after my show and says, I heard your podcast. I want to help you. I want to help you make this happen. It's a great idea and we need it. I want to help you make it happen. So I'm like, fucking A. So this wonderful girl, Tony, her and I get together. We, we get this going, the American Vaping Association. We get another person on board, David. There's three of us now. Now we need somebody to run it, man it, you know, take it where it needs to go. Cause that's not us. Yeah. And I knew Greg Connolly was it. I knew it. I knew at the time Greg Connolly was it. And I'll tell you what, it couldn't have happened at a better time in his life. Cause he was at a point where he had just graduated college and law school. Yeah. And yes, he graduated law and he had to get a job. And though he was doing advocacy work at the time for Kassan stuff, he wasn't getting paid and you can't go on forever and, and work for free. I mean, you know, you, you got to work at some point. So the beauty of it was we could get Greg to do advocacy for us and he could have a job, you know, which was wonderful. You know, Greg took on this role and he has made the AVA what it is today. I mean, he has just brought it to a point where it's just, you know, oh my God. I mean, I, I never thought, we never thought in a million years would be what it is. Greg is 100% responsible for the success of the AVA. So all these years go by, Greg makes it this big juggernaut thing. Now that's what happens. Every time there's a media story, that's why you hear from the AVA. And that is exactly what his intent was. And then we get to this year where the AVA gets invited to go to the White House to sit in front of the President of the United States. That's unfucking believable. Dude, unimaginable. Dude, right? I was invited. Tw- 2012. Dude, unthinkable. I was invited to go see the president of the United States. <laughs> Listen, they invited the ABA. All four of us were invited. Of course, we didn't go. Greg, Greg's the one that goes. We don't go to that. But I mean, still, I mean, listen, I'm a part of it. The ABA was invited. That's a, a fucking incredible thing. That's like the best thing I've done through all of vaping. Not my juice company. Not any. Not the pot. Not anything else I've done. That's it. I mean, that's amazing. Fucking amazing. And Greg was a master in front of the president. He didn't even, didn't even like sweaty. He like, was like nothing. You know, he just spoke like the guy wasn't even there. You know, it's yep. unbelievable. Unbelievable, this Greg. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that kid. Yes, I do too. He's only a few, him and I are a few months apart. That's why I say kid. Yeah. 
No, I, I mean, shit. While I was partying, he was in law school. Yeah, I mean, he just un- unbelievable what he's done with it. He deserves every. This man, I I, I wish I wish uh, uh, he could be paid a million dollars. I wish he could pay ten million dollars because he does the work he does is un fucking believable and he has done a lot to save this industry and believe me trump listened to him trump yeah. absolutely listened to greg he yeah. had people taking notes when greg was speaking. because greg demands to be listened to you know if greg was sitting in front of shepherd smith on that show and shepherd smith did what he did to, to greg you know what he did to tony Abood, if he did that shit to greg that wouldn't happen that wouldn't have fucking happened it wouldn't it wouldn't even gotten that it, the second shepherd smith did that greg would have put a stop to it that's why you need somebody speaking that knows what the fuck they're doing in order to control a conversation and won't be walked over. I mean, it's a lot. It's not, it's not easy to go on TV and talk. No. Um, but, man, Greg is a master at it. And, and, and I, I, won't, I won't go talk like that. You know, I won't go do speeches. Right. Speeches. Yeah. No. I, I, cat, I, cat, stop. I don't want to do any. Is, is that your hair? Well, hang on. Is that your hairless cat? He's got a hairless cat. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's my that is crazy. You had to buy that somewhere, right? I mean, you, there's, there's, I guess people that breed them or something. I don't know. I know uh, somebody else that actually has one too. I've never seen one in person. He, he is my rescue. Actually, I got him for free. Really? That yep. was at a him rescue. His, uh, oh my god. Yeah, he's uh, four years old. Um, my younger brother had him for a little while, and then got handed to me because he's really needy and he's with me 99% of the time when I'm home. Yeah. And he's hairless. So he's like really creepy looking. (laughs) Yeah. He's a, he's a pocket gargoyle. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I mean, I see, I see you post pictures of him and I'm like, wow. Oh my God, Andrew, I forgot about this here. Holy shit. Did you realize this? Okay. So Andrew, to get off vaping a little bit, court rules in favor of woman who refused to wax male genitalia of a trans woman. <laughs> um, I, I, oh man, <laughs> that's a, that's the one from England, right? Uh, no, uh, Canada. Canadian Human Rights Tribunal has ruled in favor of five home-based female estheticians who refused to wax the male genitalia of a person who identifies as a woman. <laughs> and you know what's funny I was watching uh, Good Morning Britain and you're probably wondering why are you watching Good Morning Britain because I have this this box that has channels from around the world on it uh, Russ got it for me and uh, I was watching Good Morning Britain and they had this woman on from the Democratic Party and Piers Morgan was interviewing her and oh, I'll, I, listen I, what he was doing uh, on that interview they certainly wouldn't uh, do here in the United States I mean, it, it was it was interesting. It was very interesting, though. So he's telling you, he's saying, listen, he's saying, uh, you know, I, I understand your the whole discussion was this right here about about uh, tr- like his dis- his discussion was how far do we go? He says, so let's say I'm a man and I say that I identify as a woman because I'm from the planet Mars and, and on Mars men are really women. So since I identify as a woman, I should be able to use a woman's restroom and do this and do that. His, he's saying my point is, is how far do we go? You know, is this just, you know, and, and if you're allowing, say, for example, a, a trans uh, a man who identifies as a woman to use a, a female bathroom because you want, you know, him, you, you want him to have his rights because he's saying he's a female and he should have the rights of a female. 
But his point was, well, what about the females' rights? What about the females in the bathroom that aren't comfortable with a man in the bathroom who identifies as a woman? What about their rights? And, and, you know, it was a very interesting discussion. It's something they would not discuss on morning TV here. Never would they discuss anything like that. But it was very interesting seeing them go back and forth and back and forth. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and it's tr- I don't know. I mean, where do you stop? I mean, and it's a thing that's coming up here in the United States, too. A, a lot, you, have a, you have a guy, for example, who says, well, I'm a woman. I identify as a woman. I'm a trans, so I should be able to use a woman's bathroom. Here's the one, here's the one thing where it stops for me, Andrew. This is where it stops and what's bullshit. What's bullshit is like for here, here in Connecticut, for example, there's a, a team here. They, uh, they're a, uh, a soccer, I believe it's a soccer team. Yeah, it's a soccer team. <coughs> and there's this one soccer team here in the state that has these uh, two brothers on it. Or no, they're not brothers. I think they're just friends. But anyway, there's these two guys, one on one team, one on the other. They play on the women's team because they say they're transgendered and they identify as women. So because of that, they want to play on the uh, women's soccer team. So the state ruled that they could. They could play on the women's soccer team. So now for like, I think they've been like two or three years now, they win every game every year. The girls never have a chance. It's like they win all the time because they have an advantage because they have a guy on the team. And and, a, and the fact bio, that the, biologically it, they have a guy on the team, yes. you know, so he's going to be able to push harder. Yes, it's science. You, that, that's not that's not my belief. That's you know, right. That's science. And Fucking that, science. And that's what the girl was saying. They they had one of these poor girls on Fox News talking about it, and she said, "All I'm saying is, is you know, uh, if you take muscle, muscle from a female, a muscle from a male." They have more muscle. That's just a fact. You know, they're, they're physically, they have more than us than women do, so they can do more than we can. That's just a fact. And she's like, I'm not taking it away. If she identifies as a woman, I understand that. That's fine. But that's not fair to bring it on to our sport because biologically and physically, I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's, it's not fair. And she's absolutely correct. It's nothing against them. If they want to identify as, that's great. Let them identify as women. But you can't bring it into sports. It's not fair. It's just, you know, that that's that's not right. So it's like, how far do we go with this? You know, um, and I, I, I don't know. Personally, if I was a woman and a trans guy want to use the bathroom, I wouldn't give a shit. But then again, I'm not a woman. So I don't know if that'd be bothersome to a woman or not. I don't know. The world's going I, fucking crazy. I mean, I, I, have, I have an issue with it, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be solved until newer buildings are made. And it there's a gender neutral bathroom. That's what needs to happen. Yes. You know. In other places, there's gender-neutral bathrooms. You know, there's family bathrooms. Guess what? That's gender-neutral. It just doesn't say that. I actually used a gender-neutral bathroom for the first time this summer at a brewery. They had gender-neutral bathrooms. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's like here with the breweries, too, and one of my favorite bars. And I don't care, you know, because, like, one of the doors is always busted. So, you know, there's always a chance that either someone's going to see your junk or someone's gonna, you're gonna walk in on someone else. I gotta tell you something, Andrew. That cat does not like gender neutral bathrooms. It's very upset. It doesn't like this talk. Horace, stop. <laughs> he hates the gender. He's like, he's like, shut up about those gender neutral bathrooms. He don't oh, care. He'll, he'll shit anywhere. Oh, that's fun. You know, there was a, there was a post. I don't know if you saw it last week. There was a post on Facebook. Um, some guy posted something. He was arguing with John Nathan. John Nathan argues <laughs> with everybody. So, but it was this like big, big fucking post, right? And it went on with like over a thousand comments or something. 
Um, I oh, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think I, I screenshotted some of that. Well, I can't see it because John Nathan blocked me years ago, so I don't see what he writes. All I could see what the, what the other guy was writing, but I saw it was this huge big thing. Not surprised. The guy gets to the fight. John gets to the fights with everybody. Whatever. The thing that was fascinating was was anyway. So I posted on my Facebook. The next day, I put up a post and I said, "If you posted on this thread, you're part of the problem." So. This one guy goes in to, to, to my post, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, he's like, pretty much the entire vaping industry was in that post. And, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm, I'm like, what? So, you know, I tell him, I say, listen. I comment back. I say, listen, the, we are not the entire vaping industry. We make up, like, we make up like 10, 15% tops. So, no. The entire vaping industry was not in there. That's ridiculous. And then, I, I don't know, whatever. He ended up deleting the comics. He sounded stupid. But, the, but, the, but the, that's the problem. You have a lot of these people that are in that our industry that think, like, we make up, like, 90% of the vaping industry. No, we don't. We're what? like a little uh, tiny shit sliver. <laughs> I mean, this is my breakdown after two or three years of the decline. It used to be 10 to 15% of all vapors in America were online. Yeah. Now we're at the most... Online, there's maybe 5% of all of vapors. Now, majority of that 5% is manufacturers. Majority of that is now their salespeople because it's slow as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ask me how I know. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree. You know, I was I was on that post, and everything I said had nothing to do with what they were talking about. It was me calling out, <laughs> calling out, Point by point, what they were talking about, and I did not name names in anything, so I left it wide open. Yeah. On purpose, because, you know, is provocateering is exactly what I was doing with it. So people from one camp were like, yo, I think he's talking shit. And then someone else went to the other one, hey, he's talking shit again. And like, Two different people popped off at me, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'll talk shit about both of y'all, and I just fucking deleted my shit. Told them to get fucked. Yeah. I don't have time anymore. No, it's it's, it's crazy. Well, everybody's angry. Everybody's angry. The industry is falling apart. Yeah, since, since I've done the podcast, everybody, it's gotten... It's gotten worse. You know, it really hasn't. Yeah, it's been a minute since you had me on. I yeah. was just looking at the notes. Oh, no, it, it, it's, it's gotten bad. It's gotten really bad. Um... You know, I, I there was a rally in D.C. I did talk about the rally in D.C. on my last podcast because I hadn't done it yet. And I had said on my last podcast, I said, it has to be successful because if it's not, we're fucked. It's going to look really bad. So I went. I actually uh, left my daughter with uh, my mom for the weekend and I took my wife with me and we drove down there. and We got a really nice hotel and... Uh, and everything. Oh, and the fucking Uber driver. Fucking. So before I say this, so listen, I, I'm coming out. Number one, when, when I do the Uber, I do the Uber black. So I'm standing there. I go on. I get our Uber black. I'm standing waiting for the thing to show up. So we see an Uber black is usually SUVs, the big SUVs. So the guy comes up. I see him, you know, come to a stop. He's not like pulling over to the side. He's like almost stopping in the street. He is stopping in the street. So we're like, okay. So we just, you know, walk over, get in. So we get in, and it's it's this Indian guy driving. And he looks back, and he starts scolding me. He's like, you know, uh, you know, you're not supposed to stand there. You're supposed to, you're supposed to be over there. You're not, you're not supposed to get 
get picked up there. And I said, well, listen, I, I'm not from here. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not from here. And then he keeps on going on. Yeah, well, you, you shouldn't have done that. I was like literally about to get out like, you fucking ass. Just bring, shut up and bring me to my place. Like he was sitting there scolding me for standing in the, like, on the sidewalk because I, I didn't know that he couldn't pull over. Whatever I'm supposed to know where people can pull over in Washington. I've never fucking been there in my life. So anyway. Uh, oh, my, wow. That was your first time? That was my first time. I've never been to wow. Washington, D.C. So yeah, you, you came on a shitty weekend with a lot yeah. of shitty people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, it really was. I got a hotel that was about five minutes away, and it was a very nice hotel. So, and our other Uber driver was great. So, and the hotel had a great bar, had a great restaurant. So, it really wasn't that bad. But, um, so anyway, yeah, we get there. We get to the event. I filmed it. I actually put some film up on my, on my Facebook, and uh, I was checking it out. And now I want to say this right off the start, right off the bat. Number one, one thing that was discussed was attendance. Okay. Here's approximately how many people were there. Because I was there. Andrew was there too. I was there. So I saw with my own fucking eyes. There was around 1,500, maybe, maybe 1,800 tops. Um, definitely way over a thousand, I'd say between 1500 and 1800 people were there. There's been reports that there was four and 5,000 people there. That's not true. That is absolutely not true. How I've said that is Fox news and CNN said, that's right. They 4,000 to 5,000. They did. I said, but I was there. That's all I say on it. Yep. And, and, and and the funny, and the funny thing about that is on my video, that I took, I was actually talking to Matt from Suck My Mod, and I, I was telling him that, because when I, when I got there, and it's on my video on my Facebook, anybody could see it, I said to him, I said, um, CNN was reporting there's like over 4,000, possibly 5,000 people here, because I heard the same thing like you did, and, and he's like, oh, I don't know about that, and I'm like, yeah, it seems more like, I don't know, maybe 1,500 or something, and Matt's like, yeah, that seems about right, it was, you know, it was about 15, now granted, I got there maybe 20 minutes after it started. I wasn't there when the Trump helicopter flew over. So uh, could there have been a few more people there before I got there? Sure. Okay, so give it another few hundred people. But there was not four or 5,000 people there. I mean, at, Andrew, after the event, I saw people on Facebook going saying, yeah, it was about four or 5,000 people there that were there. No, there wasn't. <laughs> I was there. There was no I, way. I, I, I worded mine precise and exact. To what I heard, because I was backline. Right. I think you maybe saw me in the crowd twice, picking two or three different people to pull them so I could talk to them. Yeah. That was it. Right. I don't deal with crowds. I never have to. So when you put me in a position where I'm free reign to not be like everyone else in the crowd, you're going to see me walk. Well, actually, I saw you. You were standing on the edge. You weren't in the crowd. But... You're so goddamn tall that you don't only really have to be because you could just see over. You could see over everybody. Every, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like so, I said, I'm I'm six three. Yeah, I think my my older brother Randy was beside me, and he's he's built like a, a mini fridge. He's five nine and wide. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's a photographer, so like I always push front to get him a spot so he could take pictures and that's what i did i got him on the corner at the pa system and then i just walked away to the back <laughs> right but but i i don't want i don't want to get my my message confused there was a lot of people there 
There was definitely enough people there to make a difference because it did make a difference. It was really incredible to see all those people there. For that short of period of time, to them to have them get that many people together, it, the way they was incredible. It really and it made a difference. It absolutely made a difference because I had read that they flew over that fucking place and Trump did say to his his people, "What the hell is that?" And they all. The vapors, and and then all of a sudden, the day after, or the few days after, all of a sudden, you know, hey, I'm going to work on vaping. You know, now now it's not talking about banning flavors. Now it's talking about you know fair this and let's have no. Actually, he announced the meeting. He wanted to have a meeting about it. So it did make a difference. It did work, and it was an incredible event. I'm glad I went. I'm glad it turned out as well as it did. Because it was an incredible experience. It made a difference. Whoever put it together, bravo, was fantastic. I'm just saying there was not four or 5,000 people there. I'm just keeping it real because <laughs> that's the truth. But it was awesome. It was, uh, there, I mean, there was people that I didn't even see. Someone said Grim Green was there. I didn't see him. I mean, you know, there was, yeah. you know, it was, it was crazy. I did see Matt. I saw Matt from Suck My Mod. I did see him. Um, I saw Andrew, like I said. I saw quite a few people. I saw Ron, who I haven't seen in years. I mean, I, I, it, w- it was neat. It was really neat to see all these people. And, uh, you know, it was good. It worked out. And, and Andrew, I, I figured you would be there because you're so close to there. I mean, it was, was a couple fucking hour drive for you. It's not that far. Hour and a half with knowing how to drive around there. Yeah. And check this. I got to, uh, because I know the smaller streets, I was less than two miles away from the event with free parking while everyone else was like, oh, you can't park, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, I guess you don't know how to walk 11 blocks in the city. Right. Right. Well, uh, so, okay, so here's here's two things that I, I recognized about Washington, D.C. that I didn't know that I now know. Uh, two things. The first thing is, and, and I, don't, I, don't, I go to New York City quite a bit, and I don't see this shit in New York City. I only saw this in Washington. Uh, two things is the first one, these people got these fucking scooters, and they're everywhere. They're fucking on these little shit scooters. They're almost running over people. They almost ran over us. They rent them out, I guess, and and they're everywhere, everywhere. And when the batter and when the battery dies on them, that's it. They just put them to the side or yeah. in the middle of the fucking yeah. wherever. I mean, they're laying around. I mean, they're and it's everybody driving them. You'll see a fifty-year-old fucking male cruising down the sidewalk. I mean, they're everywhere. It's crazy. Um, yeah, they're becoming a thing all over the East Coast. Oh my god. Rich, I, Richmond, you know, is a hipster capital of the East Coast where you have all the art schools and breweries and all that. And we've had them forever. We got those things first. And I was like, yo, people are just going to yank those things and figure out how to steal them. Yeah. I mean, two weeks later, two weeks later, they give a report that 150 out of 500 are missing. (laughs) Yeah, it's I mean, I, I, I just it was unbelievable to me the thing, the, the way these things were just ripping around. So they're ripping around on these fucking scooters, which is crazy. And the other thing that I thought was absolutely nuts was when you're driving through Washington, uh, for example, you may pull by a, a you drive by a, a corner, a sidewalk corner. You have like a homeless guy, like he has a whole village set up there. He has a tent, he has a barbecue, he has a television, he has a fucking, they let him like set up little homes on the sidewalk. There was a guy that had a whole home set up in a bus terminal. He took a fucking bus terminal. He had a bed in there. He had a television. He had a fucking grill. He had blankets. He had uh, clothes hanging up. He had this whole thing. How the fuck? How does that happen? They just let people set up, you know, a little village on the sidewalk and let them sleep there. I mean, it's crazy, right? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, You had to have seen it. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I mean, how, it's been it's been like that for years. Yeah, dude. but why that, do they allow that, that? Because they're not going to push people out of the capital of the United States. Yeah, but <laughs> there's there, you have to you, that that's sleeping on the sidewalk. You, you, then, then you know what? Tell say there's they don't, have, they don't have vagrancy laws. That's why. Well, they need vagrancy laws because that's nuts. I mean, I, I, it's crazy. Like you're driving by the White House. We drove by the White House and literally we got to the corner and there's a guy mm-hmm. set up there cooking up hot dogs, sitting in a sleeping bag. I'm like, what? Like how with is it with Secret <laughs> Service talking to him? Yeah, it's like how is that <laughs> possible? You know, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I don't know. It's like. That shouldn't be happening in our nation's capital. And if the problem is that bad, then I don't know. Take a couple of those dilapidated fucking buildings and let them stay in there and set up something. Or I don't know. I mean, that's just that's crazy to me. They they shouldn't allow that. That's it's it's messed up, especially since they've legalized uh, marijuana. They could be applying that straight to the homeless community and building up houses or rehab rehab facilities where they learn how to relive life and find them jobs within these communities that they're building up by letting people grow these plants now. Right. You know, it's mind boggling. You know, speaking of marijuana, I, uh, I got this, uh, stuff from my dispensary a few weeks ago and I had walked downstairs and cause my wife doesn't use, I, I'm, she's not a patient. I'm, I'm a patient. So I, I walked downstairs. She's like, she's like, what does that smell? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I don't know. She goes, it doesn't smell like what you usually smell like when you do that. It doesn't, I don't know. So I'm like, okay. So anyway, you know, I'm not thinking anything about it. I go to the, and, and this stuff was really good. It's like really good shit. So I went like two days <laughs> later and got more. So I walk in and the guy at the dispensary is like, he goes, oh, you like it? Huh? I go, yeah, it's good. He goes, yeah, how about that smell? I go, what is it? I said, my wife said something about that. He goes, oh, you don't know. He said it's called, actually, this stuff was called GMO. And it's called yeah. GMO for green peppers, mushrooms, and onions. And when you smoke it, it smells, it doesn't smell like weed at all. It smells like green peppers, mushrooms, and onions. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> and it does. It has no weed smell whatsoever. It really, it almost smells like a pizza. And uh, it's fantastic stuff. I don't know how yeah. they do that, but. Terpenes. Is that what it is? Because that's fucking yeah. amazing. I mean, that that's the greatest shit ever. Yeah, I had a uh, couple years ago, I had one that was mangoes and blueberries with the, like a earthy tone underneath. And I got pulled over down here. And the cop goes, where's your air freshener? And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I just go, it's under my seat, like just calmly. He goes, okay, cool. He goes, you mind where I ask you where you got it from? I go, what? Is this real life? <laughs> it's just, it's the science now is amazing and it's not yeah. even started yet. Yeah, I know. I know. It has, you're right. It hasn't even begun yet. It's just, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's incredible. It really is incredible. It's like what I was doing earlier. I finished. I, uh, we can have CBD flower down here now, which is exciting right. to, for, for Virginia. Right. You know, because that's one more step closer. It gives people another option instead of the opioids, which, I mean, you can break your finger and you'll be on morphine for two years down here. But the- uh, I'm sitting here breaking it up, taking seeds and all that. I got the this isn't from my people that I know that have it. I went to an outside source 
And I messaged them. I was like, hey, do you by chance have any of your flour with seeds? And the guy just goes, yeah, why? I said, all right, give me a price. It ended up being like $22 for a half ounce. I was yeah. like, okay. I mean, but, 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 but here's the problem, Andrew. And everybody's yelling for the Fed, for the government to legalize marijuana. Oh, the problem no. is, is when they legalize it, then they're going to regulate it, and then they're going to fuck it up. That's the problem. I, I, you know what? We really oh, don't. Oh, I know. We, yeah, we don't want the government uh, legalizing it. Believe it we or want, not, we want them decriminalizing. Yes, not yes, legalizing. yes, yes. <laughs> there you go. Decriminalizing and not legal. Exactly. That's exactly what the way you want it. Because they legalize it, and oh my God, you, you, you think it's bad what they're doing to the vaping industry, which they start fucking with the marijuana industry. Um, see, and, see what my my guesstimate from being in the vape industry and now stepping my toes into the CBD and watching everything, CBD market's next. They're yeah, already oh planning on it because they're yeah. seeing all of these people already not going to the doctors. Yep. This is what's happening. People aren't listening again. Right. I'm like, are you guys, you guys like, you guys must love repeating history. Fuck y'all. I'm not even dealing with it. Right. That's, it, that's literally, I said, if you guys want my opinion on shit, cool, but don't attach my name to shit. It, it, it's going to be, it's going to be tough though, because now this time what the CBD market is going to have behind them is seniors. Because a lot of seniors are, my mother, for example, she's in her 70s. She uses CBD lotion because she says it helps, it's the only thing that she can find that helps with her arthritis. My, and, you know, th th that's, th and tell seniors they can't have their fucking CBD. You're going to have a fucking, and they vote. They take seniors very seriously. They don't fuck around when it comes to seniors. But you're right. I mean, they're, they're gonna they're all over CBD. I mean, they, yeah, and, and that's where we fucked up. Yeah. Well, not you and I, but no, the no, people. Yeah. They didn't research yeah. that there's already medicine that has CBD in it, so you can't make a pill form as CBD. Yeah. Because the FDA already approved a medicine that has that, so anything in pill form that has CBD, you have to get it approved by the FDA now. Yeah. You know, because that's that way. They approved that one way. Right. So for, it, for one drug. So therefore, all of them under that one drug style is going to have to get approved. So Andrew's Andrew's right. A lot of the industry now, because this this these stories of um, uh, vaping is killing people for the past four months that the media has killed us with, you know, e-cigarettes are killing people and, and giving them strokes and they're putting them in the hospital and, and uh, blah, 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 and this and that. Um, Vaping-related deaths, all this bullshit has really, really hurt the industry. So oh, yeah. now more than ever, a lot of these uh, guys are turning over to the CBD market. You know, they're trying to, most of them are turning over to CBD market, THC market, marijuana market. You know, they're, they're trying, they're kind of doing the same thing with vaping, but with CBD. So here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm doing, Andrew. I haven't even told anybody. Well, I've told people that I'm doing business with, but I haven't told my audience this yet. Here's what Kevin's doing. So I still have my tea time. I'm still doing tea time. Tea time's still doing great. I'm, I'm going to have that as long as I can. I love tea time. That's not going anywhere. In fact, I'm coming out. Uh, I, we're releasing two new flavors. So tea time's great. Not talking about that. Here's what I'm doing. I'm starting a whole new company, Andrew. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell something 
that every that everybody's been selling for years, but nobody's really marketed. Here's what I'm doing. I started a company. It's in fact, I talked to your partner a few days ago, Andrew. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm starting a company. It's called Zero Nick. Z-E-R-O-N-I-K, not N-I-C, N-I-K. What Zero Nick is going to be is Zero Nick is going to sell zero milligram e-liquids that contain no added sweeteners. That's what it's going to sell. Okay? Zero milligram e-liquids, no added sweeteners. Nothing else. Nothing else with it. All we are is a company that wants to attract zero milligram e-liquid users. Now, some of you out there are going to go, oh, you can't do that. The FDA, you can't. Yes, I can. Let me tell you why I can do it. Number one, if you look up the deeming rule and zero milligram, what the FDA states in the deeming rule, and you really got to read it because most people, I guess, don't or they're getting their own interpretation. It really does explain it. They discuss zero milligram and synthetic nicotine. They discuss them both because they kind of both fall under the same thing, kind of. Anyway, they discuss them both. What they say is, is when it comes to zero milligram e-liquids, whether or not they would regulate it would have to be decided on a case-by-case basis. So, and, and that's an absolutely correct answer. This is what that answer means. What that answer means is we can't say, no, we don't regulate it. We can't say, yes, we would, because it would depend. And this is what it depends on. Two things. Number one, does the zero milligram e-liquid contain nicotine derived from tobacco? No, it does not. It doesn't contain any, none of that. No drugs, nothing. Okay, number two, is the product being marketed to a product that would use a tobacco product in it, nicotine. No, absolutely not. Therefore, it's not regulated. The FDA has to do it on a case-by-case basis. I'll tell you why. Because let's say I start Zero Nick, and I'm selling zero milligram e-liquids, but then on the side, I'm selling like little Nick shots where you can pour them in if you want to have nicotine. Well, then they're going to say you're a tobacco product. You can't do that. You can't sell them separately. And Yes, we regulate you. Of course, yep. they have to say, so if it's a circumstance where the product's being promoted to be used with nicotine, then yes, it's under their guise. But that is not zero, Nick. We do not condone the use of nicotine. We do not suggest the use of nicotine. It will say right on our website, no nicotine, no drugs. Uh, we, if, if somebody asks us, can we use nicotine in your e-liquid? The answer is going to be, we do not condone or endorse the use of nicotine. We want nothing to do with nicotine. We, we're, ni- we, we're anti-nicotine. We're just yeah. selling zero milligram e-liquids. Now, for my customer base, and I've been talking to other companies that are going to be a part of this as well, and they agree, my customer base is around 20% is 15 to 20%, around 20%, 20% is zero milligram users. So what I'm doing is, is I'm going to be selling various companies e-liquids. There's zero milligrams that don't have any added sweeteners. And there's some really great juices we're going to be selling. And that's why I contacted your partner, my friend, because yeah. Andrew has a uh, uh, no added sweetener uh, juice. He, he's a candidate. Yeah, so, I got four. Yeah, four of, that's right. So 
I'm just simply going to be selling zero. And, 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 you know, the beauty of this is we've all been selling zero milligram for many, 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 many years. No one has marketed zero milligram. No one's just, no one's marketed it. And I know there is, I, you know what? I want all the zero milligram users. See, I'm a zero milligram user. I haven't used nicotine in over three years. I use zero milligram no added sweetener liquids. And, and let me tell you, and, and the whole, our whole thing is enjoy the experience. We're just simply enjoy the action. We enjoy the inhale. We enjoy the exhale. We enjoy the flavors. That's it. And, and, and we don't use nicotine. But us not being nicotine users, we shouldn't, we do not, not shouldn't, we do not fall under the guise of the FDA. So we should have freedom of giveaways, flavors, new shit. It, you know, all the stuff that you, you, you used to be able to do back in the day when you bought e-liquid, you'll be able to do with Zero Nick. We're going to have new flavors all the time. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to, you know, we're, we're going to fucking... Uh, we're going to kill it. I mean, we, we can release new flavors and we don't have any FDA regulation. None. Because we're not selling a drug. Now, someone would say, well, the FDA could go after you anyway. Sure, they could go after me anyway if they wanted. Good luck with that. They're going after someone inhaling flavor. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how ridiculous that is. The FDA can't even control the market right now. You think they give a fuck about some guy selling zero milligram e-liquid? They can't even control what's going on now. They know they can't. They've openly admitted it. Yes. Hire, they have to hire outside people to try and police what they created. Right. It's insane. But but I assure you, somebody will call the FDA on me. Go ahead, call the FDA on me. Tell them. Because I invite the FDA to see my business. And they're going to determine that Zero Nick is not under regulation of the FDA because they're simply selling zero milligram e-liquids. And that's it. And we don't promote the use of nicotine or any drugs. So I have a favorite saying about that, and that has to go with something I've said for years from even when I was in the like the punk community real heavy. Call the cops. I don't give a fuck. They ain't gonna get shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call the cops. Let them call the cops. I'm not concerned about it. I'm not concerned at all because I know I can do this. And there's a, and I've talked to a lot of people in the industry that have been around for years and years about this. And 90% of them are like, you know what, you're right. You can do that. But you, uh, you still have people out there that, oh, no, no, you can't. You're going to be right regulated. No. They can't regulate flavoring in a bottle. Do they regulate flavors in general? Yes. But you know what? Flavors under the FDA regulation are are regulated that they're under a Graz category, which is generally recognized as safe. Because flavors have, I guess, never hurt anybody ever. So they're just they're Graz. I mean that's it. I'm selling flavorings in a bottle. Good luck but trying you- to tell me you're gonna regulate that. They're not gonna regulate it. They're gonna say go in fact I'm I'm we're we're promoting not using nicotine for Christ's sakes. They'll applaud yep. us. They'll say thank you. Oh I didn't know you could vape that stuff and I have nicotine in it. That's awesome. Tobacco harm reduction, buddy. That's right. Christ's sakes. Zero Nick is coming January 1st. Oh, man. Me I, too. I can't. I can't. I don't want to say the brand yet because I want everything settled. But there's some really good fucking brands in there that I can't believe that are going to be on there. Some some OG brands, too, that have been around for years that I didn't even know had no added sweetener e-liquids. And for the company, and, and if you know a company that makes an e-liquid with no added sweetener, Contact me. Um, go to my Facebook. Go to the VP Live Facebook and message me. Let me know if you know of a company because I'd love to bring them on board. The, the, the more the better. I want as many on there as I can get. 
good, decent companies that make goody liquid, as long as they have no added sweeteners, I want to know about them. I want them on Zero Nick 2. This is going to be too. big. Yes. I, I, listen, you need, you, need to put, you need to... I told your partner, uh, Andrew, you need to get that fucking cactus uh, uh, fucking juice on there. The, the cactus jam or whatever it's called. The, the, the one you have with the cactus. What is that? Cactus chilla. Mm-hmm. Cactus chilla, yes. Two apples, a kiwi, two kiwis, and a prickly pear. Yes. Which is the cactus. See? There you go. That's one of my babies. And you can and, and, and with zero Nick Andrew, you can create new flavors and release them to us because we can because we can release new flavors. We're not another sort of we're not any uh, under any FDA rule. We don't have to follow August 2016. You know what's crazy to me? Did you see? Okay, so Solus, you see, it's all over Facebook. Solus has these fucking uh, advertisements for nicotine gum. They're selling nicotine gum. Um. Which I, I think that's ridiculous because you just can't go and sell nicotine gum. The FDA is going to shut you down. But anyway, they're selling nicotine gum. They have okay. ads all over Facebook. What's amazing to me is Solus, and I, I think what happened, I'm not sure, I'm, but I heard this. I'm, I'm not saying this is fact, but I, this is what I heard. I heard that they sold their Saltnik line. Now, they yes. are the only ones that I know that had a Saltnik prior to August 2016. Their Saltnik actually came out in February of 2016, and we know this because their Instagram proved it. They started advertising it back in February of 2016. Now, I don't want to get into uh, all this shit here. That's another show and a whole other discussion. All I'm saying is... is I only know of one Saltnik company that was actually before August, and that was Solus. Why the fuck would I know, they? I know, I know too. Yeah, but why? Why would they sell that? Why would they sell that and, and start selling nicotine um, gum? Nicotine gum? Are you fucking kidding me? All right. So <laughs> the original owner of Solus also owned Proper, and okay. he also owned two other brands. Right. When he left, he had his partner step up and become equal shareholders. He left. He went to Turning Point. Okay. And when that happened and it got too big for them to handle, they sold it without telling them. Oh, he also they also did fried. They were the first people fried. to do fried. Okay, that. yep. Yeah, I remember fried. So much sugar. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, I know that I used to know the guy really well and then we lost contact up until me talking with Turning Point recently, and they told me. Well, you know what? Him leaving Souls was the best thing he did because I, I, that they're, they're not, they're, it's nicotine gum. <laughs> he was buying, and, they, and I see they must be spending tens of thousands of dollars on those Facebook ads. Um, yeah, because they're nonstop. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and you can tell by the views and the comments it's getting. I mean, you can tell by how much they're, well, I can, by how much they're paying. They're paying a ton of fucking money for those. And I, I don't know. I just, I don't, and, and the crazy thing, Andrew, is, is they can't even do that. The FDA can, like, call them tomorrow and say, oh, no, you're fucking not. You just can't go sell nicotine gum and say use this to get off cigarettes. <laughs> you can't do that. You got to go through a whole process like, uh. Like the whatever the, uh, the the gum they have out there now, the fucking uh, big pharmaceutical has to go through. They have to go through the same process. You just can't put a nicotine yeah. gum on the market. Yeah, and big in, in the pharmaceutical company.
and even the pharmaceutical companies bitch about about what they have to go through to put out new gum. Yeah. Like it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Because I've seen the paperwork and these guys guys are literally sending emails to the FDA that are pretty much stating professionally, are you fucking serious right now? Because yeah. I want to do a new flavor of gum. I have to redo all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's making nuts. all these other companies do it, so you have to do it too. Nothing's different. It's unbelievable. It really is. Unfucking believable. Being buddy buddy doesn't help you like that. Nope. I tell you what though, I fucking I was at uh two weeks ago, I saw an advertisement on a Facebook or three weeks anyway, it was a few weeks ago. Advertisement on Facebook and it said Anthrax free show. Hey. So I'm like Anthrax free show. So <laughs> I look at this shit, right? And I'm like, okay, so Mohegan Sun, I it's a casino here in Connecticut, probably one of the biggest casinos in the world. Uh, Mohegan Sun, they have this uh, co- little tiny concert area in the middle of the casino called the Wolf Den. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and the Wolf Den seats about 300 people. So they said they're going to be playing in the Wolf Den. So I'm thinking, how the fuck is Anthrax going to be playing in the Wolf Den? I mean, where are they going to put the other 5,000 people that show up? That thing only seats 300 people, right? Like, how how is this even possible? So I'm like, fuck this. I'm going. Are you kidding me? It's Anthrax. It's for free. And uh, I just don't know how the fuck they're going to. I mean, that's just insane to me. So uh, I, I, I'm like, so I go up there. I go up there. Me and my wife actually go up there. It was a Friday night, I think it was. Either Friday or Saturday. It was Friday night. So we go up there. Now, when I get there. We got there maybe 30 minutes before the show started. The arena was already full. I already had the 300 people. Seats were done. There was a fucking line of people waiting to get into the arena that almost completely circled the entire fucking casino. I mean, it was... uh, And the funny thing is none of those people were going to sit down. The seats were already taken. They were standing there for nothing. I don't know what they're standing there for because they're not getting seats. So and and then there's like people drifting. It was unbelievable. And mind you, these are people here to see Anthrax. Okay, um, you know, if Anthrax gets a little bit too crazy, these are people who want to mosh. Who want you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is fucking Anthrax. So yeah. like you know, who knows what could happen? You could have a mosh fucking break out in the fucking casino and like going holy shit. Um, I don't know what was going to happen, but I definitely went. It was the coolest fucking thing ever andrew i mean i'm sitting there was that your first time seeing him no i've seen anthrax i saw him the first time when i was like 14 but i've seen him many times but i haven't seen him in forever i was concerned that they wouldn't be that good they were incredible so i'm sitting there at a fucking slot machine right i'm like winning on the slot machine I'm drinking beers. I got fucking anthrax jamming in the background. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I, I was so happy. It was the most awesome thing. And they sounded incredible. They played great. They were tight. His voice was good. They played for like an hour and 45 minutes. They were playing like Pantera and other shit. It was fucking awesome. Incredible. And these guys are like in their fucking, what, 50s, 60s? Uh, Ian, I talked with Ian last time I saw him here, and he's, I think he was born in 1960-ish? Yeah. And he's in his 50s. 
and he yeah. was and he was fucking jamming, jamming. I mean, and I can, and I can never remember the singer's name. Like I feel bad. I got uh Joey uh D D Benna whatever Joey D Benna something. Um, his voice was incredible. They were all very thin, very fit. They were in great shape. I get worried, Andrew. I get worried. You know, I see a lot of these concerts. They look, they look better than uh, Slayer has. Oh yeah. I, I listen. Ooh. They fucking jammed. And I get so worried because a lot of these bands should not be doing shows. A lot of them, their time is up. And, you know, they don't get that. And they go and they do these fucking shows. And it sounds horrific. And I love Anthrax. I was hoping, oh, my God, I hope this is. And that was not the case. They fucking jammed out. But, like, for example, uh, everybody was talking this year about how uh, next year uh, Motley Crue is getting back together. And uh, they're going on tour. Now, listen, Motley Crue going on tour, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, The last thing they need to be doing is going on tour. They've already proven to me 10 million times that they shouldn't be. This was, here's the last Motley Crue. (laughs) That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get when you see Motley Crue. They, they shouldn't be doing anything. They should be done. And a lot of these bands should be done. I had a whole show about this, Andrew. A lot of these fucking bands that just don't get it. And they keep on going. They keep on going. It's like, you got to stop at some point. But yes, Anthrax fucking, they, they ripped. They deserve to be up there. I, I would have paid big money for that. Big, big money. Oh, 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 and another thing. For all my listeners that have been listening for years and years and years. So, Andrew, get this. I have listeners that have been listening for years and years and years. So, anyway... They'll know what I'm talking about. So years and years and years ago, uh, there was this guy that uh, was he was he's da- he was dating Spikey. He was Spikey's boyfriend. Okay. And we knew we I'd known him from back in 2009 from going to like uh, uh, vape convention, like not vape conventions, but like vape meets. There used to be vape meets in New York City that we used to go to because there was only like 20 vapors back then, and we just meet up in New York City. So anyway, I'd known him since back then. So. He always called himself Boogeyman. He never gave us his name. Never. He would never give his name. He was just Boogeyman. You had to call him Boogeyman. We're all Boogeyman, you know? Nobody knew what his fucking name was. So I was doing a show one time, a podcast, and I don't know. I said something about it, like that stupid Boogeyman. I don't know. I said something to piss him off, whatever. So anyway, he goes to a, a hearing, a, a New York. Uh, they were having a hearing, some sort of ban for something that happened in New York years and years and years ago. So he goes to this hearing, and someone had recorded it, and they're like, "You got to hear this." So, some, you know, they announce the people coming up to speak, right, to testify. So they say, "Okay, the next person to come up is Stuart Bowers," and it's his voice. And I'm like, "Holy fuck, that's fucking boogeyman." And he, he, he didn't want to give his real name, so he thought it would piss me off if he used my name. He didn't use Kevin Bowers, but he used my last name. So he called himself Stuart Bowers, um, thinking it would upset me. I thought it was fucking awesome. I thought, like, that's the greatest shit ever, right? Like, that's funny. You know, use my name, Stuart Bowers. Anyway, my old viewers understand what I, listeners know what I'm talking about. Fast forward to now. Fast forward to, to why I'm saying this at all. I'm watching the, the Netflix documentary. Um, you know, the one they have on Jewel. Uh, did you see it, Andrew? It's uh, Yeah, Broken? Yes. No, I don't have Netflix. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, it's it's the Broken one. It's a series they do on Netflix called Broken. 
And there's an hour episode about vaping. If you hadn't seen it, it's very, very good. You should watch it. But anyway, I'm watching the uh, vaping thing on Broken on Netflix. And during it, I see uh, this, this, they're at a, a hearing where there's a, uh, some sort of flavor ban, or I don't know, some sort of ban. They're, they're filming a hearing. And they show this guy stand up, and it's Boogeyman. And they're showing him on this documentary, I'm broken. They show him testifying at a hearing, and they bring up his name. It says, Stuart Bowers, vape shop owner, Brooklyn, New York. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I said, I made Stuart Bowers made it on the Netflix documentary. I made So not only did I get invited to the White House this year, Andrew, I was part of a Netflix documentary. I mean... How great is my life? Controlled it. <laughs> How great is my fucking life? Holy shit. You want to know what's even greater? When I'm done with this show, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to watch the fucking President's Cup. Let me tell you something. Even if you don't... Hey. Listen, even if you don't like golf, you watch the President's Cup. And I'll tell you why. Because the President's Cup is the best golfers in the world. They only take like the best and they pair them up. And it's the Americans against the, it's the international against the Americans. And it's the American golfers against pretty much the rest of the world. And the golf is unfucking believable it, it really Tiger, is. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Yeah, and you know what's funny is, speaking of him, now he's a captain, right? He's, he's the, the, one of the American captains. He chose himself to play. <laughs> I mean, no one's done. He chose himself to play. But I will say, in all fairness, yesterday was the first round internationals beating us by three and the only team to win was tiger and uh, his partner justin so you know hey he, he kept up his deal but i i like I, I, I love golf anyway but this is like the to me the super bowl of golf because these guys are fucking unbelievable and they play it tonight because they're playing in australia so it's the day in australia so they it plays all night and uh, that's what i'll be doing with my evening uh drinking beer so smoking weed and watching the president's cup so, so you're gonna stay up pretty late. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I listen. It, it's it's exciting stuff. It's the greatest golf ever. I love it. I love seeing him do good. I love seeing him fuck. I just love everything. It, the the pressure. I mean, it's it, it it's awesome. It's really awesome. And I've talked about pretty much everything I think that is important for my. See, a lot of my listeners depend on me for their vaping information. So I guess to s- summarize it very quickly, because I don't want to keep Andrew all night, because Andrew's a very busy guy. Um. We we had the media and the CDC scare the life out of the country and say that e-cigarettes were killing people and uh, making them sick and giving them lung illness. Uh, we found uh-huh. out that that was not true. It was just THC. But because of it, the industry has been destroyed. About 40% of it's gone out of business. Uh, the industry is going to survive, though it got hurt very, very bad. I would equate it to, like, if you got you lost your arm. But... Um, you know, you're going to get a, uh, a new arm and, and it's going to take a while. It's going to take you a while to learn how to use it and get function back, but it'll eventually come back. It's not going to be what it was. It's not going to be what it was. And another thing before I forget, cause I almost forgot. And I was discussing this with a vape shop owner the other day and he's wrong. And I'm going to tell you why you're all wrong. Whoever believes this banning <laughs> online sales is not going to bring back business to vape shops. Oh dude, I, I fucking cut into somebody <laughs> about that. 
hard in the owner back-to-back owners group. Someone said something about, yeah, if we just get rid of online vaping, I said, I my immediate response was because you don't know how to do your job. You want to get rid of someone else's way of feeding their kids. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and it's not just that it's that they, they're being convinced. And this guy was too, that if, if you get rid of online sales, well, all the business is, is going to come back. Number one, the days of doing $60,000 months for a vape shop are over. They're, They're never going to come back. Okay, that's done. Even if you ban out, nothing is going to bring that back. Those days are over. They were beautiful. I agree. They were wonderful days. They're over. That's not going to exist anymore. So to, to shoot down your theory of banning online sales is going to bring back business, I'll just make it very simple for you. And This is what I told this vape shop owner. You can't buy cigarettes online. It's been illegal forever. You're not, you can't, they can't sell cigarettes online. But the reality is, is I can go online right now and buy a carton of Marlboro Lights. And I did for a while when I smoked. I couldn't, I, I was, I was a broke fuck. I couldn't afford anything. So I would actually buy cigarettes online because they were cheaper. They weren't like the Marlboro Lights that I got at the store, but they were good enough and that's what I could afford. It's, it's not going to make the sale, it's not going to make online sales go away, banning online sales. Other people will just take over. China will, China will be more than happy to put up a million websites and sell to all, all those people. It's not going to go away. So banning it here won't make it go away. And it's not going to help your store. Those, those days are over. I, the, I, if you have a vape shop and you're hoping for the glory days back, it's not going to happen. It's not dead. What you need to hope for is that President Trump is going to put cigarettes and e-cigarettes under the regulation of ATF because that's where it should be with ATF. It shouldn't be regulated by the FDA. The FDA's job is to ensure that food and drugs are safe. How the fuck is the FDA regulating cigarettes and they're supposed to ensure shit is safe? That's the stupidest thing ever. So the ATF, you know, everything else, I, I'm, I'm against what they do to yeah. certain degrees. Mm -hmm. But my favorite thing I've ever heard ATF say is, Vaping is not a tobacco product. We don't want it part of our thing. Uh, right. It shouldn't be part of our thing. It's not tobacco. Right. But unfortunately, the government has deemed it tobacco, so now it's their problem. It should be their problem. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whether they want it or not, it's their problem now. Because, I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to kick in my door because I have fucking nicotine bottles yeah. with flavor in them? Like, go ahead, alphabet boy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, I've had a kick in my door for worse, you know? But but that but that's what I think uh, is, you know, what's interesting is and what's good is I really thought Trump was just going to leave it up to the states. I really thought that he was going to say, you know what, just leave it up to the states. I don't want anything to do with this. Let them decide, which would have been a tragedy because in states would have started banning left and right. He's actually trying to come up with reasonable legislate something that will be fair to us and fair to them as well. What he doesn't realize is, is these antis are going to say, they're not going to accept anything. They want a full ban or nothing. There's no working with them. But when he realizes that, he's going to say, okay, then fuck them. He's still going to, he's trying to come up with something and he's trying to come up with something because he needs every vote he can get. If he can come up with some fair regulation that we're on board with, he's got the election. He's got a very oh. good chance of winning, and he knows that. Well, between that and the Democrats fucking it up for themselves, they're fucking it up for themselves. This, What they're doing with this impeachment is not helping their cause at all. Even Democrats are tired of it. They're like, really, you're going on with this? They are just pissing off the entire country. They are costing themselves the election, 
and they're not doing them. And, and he's not going to get impeached. He's just not. Sorry. Okay, check your. This just literally popped up on my Facebook. I checked it real fast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to message it to you, and you're oh, going to laugh your fucking ass off because it's literally relevant as shit. Would you put it on the Skype or you put it on the uh, Facebook? Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. All right, here it is. I see it. There it is. Let's see what Andrew is sending me. And then I got to fucking. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> right? See? Yeah. You're right. And and you know. Oh, what was that? Hang on. I saw something else on Facebook and I was looking at this. Now I can't fucking find it. Whatever. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. <laughs> shit like that, man. You know what I learned through all this? And shit like that. Yeah, and 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 the, you know, I was talking to Zofie today. My 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 wonderful. How is she? Zofie's wonderful. I love Zofie. We were talking about things, and you know, I I'm with her. You know, she said to me, she said, "What I've learned through all this stuff in the past six months with the media and everything, and in vaping and all that, is that how how influential the media is on the public. It is scary." how influential the media is on the public. It's frightening. It, it, it shouldn't be that way. She's right. It is extremely scary. The, you know, the media really controls what people think. They can control how they act, what they do. I mean, the media, look, the media scared the fuck out of everybody and made them believe that e-cigarettes were killing people. I mean, it is an unbelievably powerful thing, that media. That's not good. That's not good, Andrew. How do we, how do we stop the media? <laughs> well, well I mean, as you know, you know, there's that force of the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That right. went on for weeks to the point where they had to break down and say, more than likely, this guy didn't kill himself. Yeah, because people like me and a hundred other people who nonstop actually fed the same thing over and over again, like the media does to people. Made people go, we need to question them. Yeah. We have to do that on a larger scale and at a nonpartisan way so that everyone is realizing that the same shit that they've been hearing for a year, for years, for years has been bullshit and fed to them by corporations so that the corporations make money because their buddies in this corporation make money. But but I think it's going to take time. I think What I think is... I think when my age range, you know, 40-somethings, when they get into their 60s and, and, and we're in more of a position of power now, saying government and, and, you know, CEOs, whatever, whatever, we're in a higher position of power at this, at this point, I think we're going to be the ones to finally say this has got to stop and, and really just put a stop to this. And, and I also believe that when Trump is done being president, whether it's next year or four years from now, whenever he's done being president— he is so if anybody understands how fucked up the media is, it's him. I think yeah. I think he's gonna launch his own media company that's just gonna fucking swallow them and say, Nope, enough, enough is enough. You know, no more of this bullshit. And it, 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 honestly, CNN CNN shouldn't be should not be allowed to be called media because they're not. 
They're more like a, a, a talk show, a variety show for Democrats. It's not news. They're not a news. They, they, they hardly report news. They're a one-sided, kind of like entertainment show. They're really no different than Jerry Springer. I mean, you know, how are they calling themselves a news agency? That's bullshit. You know, but I mean, it can be also argued with some of the shows that are on Fox News do yes. the same thing. Yes, Bill they do. Bill O'Reilly, Papa Bear. You yeah, know? yes, they do. Absolutely. You're correct. You know, like I've got no issues with him as a person, but some of his beliefs and all the stuff that he rip roars about and Gutfield rip roar about, you know, have pushed people like me to be in a box in the center where I'm not fucking with either side of y'all to that degree. Well, it's, it's both of them. CNN's the Democrats and Fox News is the Republicans. I mean, they're both they're both guilty of it. One is one side, one's the other side. It, but that should that shouldn't be news. That's that's, that's not news. Yeah. That's nowhere near news. Yeah, I mean, there's information that can be had, but does it really need to be broadcasted 400 times in one day? No. And, and, shut the do it twice, you know, yeah. once in the morning and once at dinner and shut the fuck up. And, and it make and it makes me now not even want to even read or watch the news because I just don't believe them anymore. I don't believe anything they say because I see what they did to me and I just don't believe them now. So it's like they fucked me up, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And no accountability. They have no accountability. No that, that's 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 the shameful thing of it. So, yeah, that's what's happened in vaping. But you know what? A new year is coming, and we're not knocked out. Like I said, vaping will be here. There's enough people doing this. It's not going to go anywhere. There's no question. But it's never going to be the size or, or what it was. It's just going to be a small thing. It, it's almost going to go back to what it was like, you know, uh, seven, eight years ago when it was just you know, a certain amount of people. They were online. They were doing their thing. And that's it. And that's what it's yeah. going to be. I mean, it's, you know, mainstream now is Jewel and Views. And we haven't even begun to have the IQOS come out yet. And I'll tell you something. When that IQOS starts really getting going, they watch really the fuck out. They really haven't pushed out here yet. Nope, but they're going to. Have you got, you, there's, there's a store. Oh, no, no. There's a store in yes, Georgia. Yes, there is a store. Oh, there is. Did you go to the store? I haven't been yet. Oh. I think I'm going to be immediately banned because I'm pretty well known as anti-Philip Morris. Well then, Well, then please do this. When you go to the store, walk in and film as much as you goddamn can. They're probably going to tell you stop, but just try to get as much as you can. People are curious. I would love. I, I know at some point they're going to open up a store in New York City, and when they do, I'm going there. Um, I'm very, very yeah, curious. It's, it's going to be all right. So I know where their facilities are down to the Midwest, up that. Their next one's going to be in Nashville. Yep. Um, more than likely because they have two facilities of tobacco out there that come out here and then DC, uh, New York, you're right. And I know that they have a test, they're testing, they're going to test in Boston. Yeah. Boston's going to get ICOS and views around the same time by what I've been looking at. Right. Um, ICOS, I, they offered me almost six figures to run their stores, and I, I just laughed at them. Well, I'll tell you, they are going to uh, have they're going to have a hit on their hands. This they they have this they've had this for years overseas. It's in, been proven in Japan. It cuts smoking rate by thirty percent, which is unfucking believable. Heat not burn is coming. 
And I'll tell you, a lot of people are going to jump on it. They're going to jump on board with it. And uh, it, it, it's just, I'm telling you, it's going to take off. Now, the I, I think what's going to happen here, which is happening across everywhere else, is I don't think the actual iQOS unit is going to be popular because people don't seem to like that. They like the, the heat sticks. They like their heat sticks, but they don't like their fucking product. And in other countries where you already have iQOS, there's already plenty of other heat not burn products. I mean, you can find them. They're there for sale. I mean, there's, there's other ones that work much, much better than that fucking big, bulky, stupid iQOS. But uh, just the whole concept of it, you know, and I want to try it. I'm curious. I've never tried a heat not burn. I mean, there's just a lot of questions I have. I'm just, and, but, but they do have the, the marketing, the money, the dollars, and the counter space to make it very, very, very big. And I, and I can't lie, Andrew, I can't lie. Ten years ago, someone came to me and said, you want a, a Marlboro Light heat stick and you want to use this iQOS or do you want to use this vaporizer thing? I would have been like, yeah, give me the iQOS. Because I was smoking at the time, and it's the closest thing to a cigarette. You know, I could have kept on smoking yep, my Marlboro Lights. And all that. Yeah, I mean, I would you have know, kept up. Actually, actually, obviously, we're a test zone for anything Philip Morris does. Yeah. Back in the early 2000s, the Icos was called the Accord. The and Accord. Of course, Honda did. Uh huh. I've got pictures of advertising and uh, yep. all that shit, and. They got in trouble with Honda. Honda shut it down real quick on the name before it could leave our market. Yeah. Um, I've actually been going through Philip Morris's online database, which anybody can, any person can go through big tobaccos paperwork. Yep. People just don't do it and they bitch and complain. They acted like the master settlement agreements was all of a sudden open. It's been there. Right. It's been online since the internet was the internet. Yep. That is true. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, Hit Not Burn has been around for a while. They pulled it. They didn't think it was going to do good, which at the time they were ahead of the game. Yeah. They were ahead of it. And because they named it something that Honda was picking up speed on and had more money to back it, they had to change the name. And that's when they started sending it actually to Japan. I think that was part of the deal with the name change. It'll be big. And what the vaping industry has to hope for and, and, and all you people and all you, but I, I, I got to go, but I keep on coming up with the shit in my head. What, 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 uh, maybe I should just end the show. Cause I'm going to go on and on and on and on if, if I don't end the fucking show and I need to end the show because I got things to do and, and this has been going on too long. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, all these things, I, I think of things I want to talk about on my podcast throughout the week or the months or whenever I don't do it. And then when I get on here, things start popping up in my head and I'm like, holy shit and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'll say it before I go. Vape shops understand something. Okay, you need to hope, forget banning online sales, that's not your saving grace. What you need to hope for and pray for is that your state does adult-only establishments for buying vapor products, only in a dedicated vape shop adult-only business. That's your best bet of surviving. Because if you have that, then convenience stores can't sell any vape shit. You're the only one that can. And then we might see vape shops... I don't know about flourish the way they were, but they would actually be doing very well. That's what you need to be fighting for. You need to be fighting in your state to have adult 21 and over to come, even though I don't agree with 21 and over, 21 and over, and vape products should only be in dedicated vape shops where adults can enter, not in convenience stores or gas stations. 
That's what you need. You want to save your businesses and get business going? That's what you need to advocate for. Not bidding online sales. Bidding online sales will do zero for your business. Will do zero. You want to get business? Adult-only establishments. Vape stuff only in dedicated vape shops. That's what you need to do. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. That's what you need to do. Andrew would agree to. So, Andrew, I want to thank you. No problem. Thank you, you know. for coming. I like when you come on. I like that I saw you in Washington. I wish we could have hung out more, but that was okay. Um, uh, as you know, that I had a friend pass away yesterday. I will probably be coming up um, as soon as possible. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, a mutual friend, probably, because of him being one of our top nicotine salesmen in America, in our industry. I, how do I not know this? <laughs> did, really? Did this happen? I, yeah. Um, he's with Nude Nick. He passed away yesterday. How? And, uh, how did he pass? What happened? Well, we think it's a heart attack. He's a big guy. Really? Yep. Oh my God! I didn't know that. And when's the, f the funerals this week? No, I don't know if it's this week. They're gonna do some testing. They're gonna let me know what's going on. And yeah. I'm gonna try and come up as soon as possible. So he was overweight. You think that's why that that that's what did it? The weight. I th by what I'm thinking, yes, and by what other people have said, that's what they're thinking. How how, how old was he? Um, a little bit older than me, but not in your age range, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's probably late thirties, early forties. You know, I, I tell people this all the time. You really got to watch your weight. I, especially when you're getting older, you know, I know when you're in your twenties, it's like, whatever, fuck it. Okay, fine. But when you get in your thirties and your forties and your fifties, you got to take off the weight. Yeah. I mean, it really, you can't do that to yourself because shit like this happens. You have a stroke, you have a heart attack. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. One of the best, one of my favorite people in the world, man. Like, I'm still trying to process it. You know, and I've told everybody, I was like, yo, let me know and I'll be coming up. I don't care if there's snow on the ground. <laughs> oh, there's snow I, on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know how to drive it. Other people from down here, they don't. Dude, I fucking was, I, there's this pizza I get that's so delicious. And last week I was just so hungry. I was just jonesing for it. And it just, it was starting to snow. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go get this pizza. I'll just take my wife's car. Because my car's a sports car. It doesn't really do good in the snow. So I took her car. And I'm fucking driving through the snow. It, it, it usually takes me, it's about a half hour, 15 minutes there, 15 minutes back. It took me almost two hours. I mean, you couldn't drive over 10 miles an hour. I mean, there was nobody plowing the plowing the fucking snow. She has a uh, a Fiat, so it's a front wheel drive, and I just put tires on it, so you know it, it was okay. But uh, oh my god! Then I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing? I mean, I'm over pizza. I'm <laughs> driving this fucking <laughs> snow. What fucking pizza? Um, yeah, it I it was 15 degrees today. I mean, it's just fuck. It sucks. This fucking sucks. This weather fucking sucks. And it just started. We got months of it. Yeah, we it was uh, seventy the other day, and then by six a.m. the next day we had snow. Yeah. Welcome to Virginia. Yeah. Well, you know, right. it's not as bad down there. At least you don't get it as bad uh, as we do, but you still get it. But thank you for coming on, Andrew. I truly appreciate it. 
and uh, we're going to have you on again soon. All right, man. Yeah. Um, anytime, let me know and we'll figure it out. Sounds good. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, later. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right, that's it. I'm wrapping it up. I'm done. When am I going to do another podcast? I don't know. Uh, it could be two weeks, one week, four weeks, three weeks, six weeks, ten weeks. Who knows? I tried to do one before the end of the year. Uh, oh, you know what? Actually, before I leave, before I leave, I want to play something real quick for all my old, old school listeners. I was going through my sound clips the other day, and I was trying to find certain things. I came across this, and it just made me laugh because I just remember this. It was so funny. So anyway, this is a uh, this is something from Russ. Uh, Russ, <laughs> Russ was telling a story on his show about uh, he was traveling with Dino and uh, Cisco, and they were going somewhere. And anyway, Russ was the Russ was in the car with Dino and Cisco, and they stopped at a gas station. And Dino went in to buy some stuff, and Dino ended up buying Russ something, and it got him all upset. Anyway. All for my old listeners is only like a minute clip. This is a clip of Russ talking about his experience in the car with Dino and Cisco and what Dino did. So just listen to this real quick. Uh, on the way up, let's do this now. On the way up, uh, we stopped at a like a convenient, like a Seven Eleven or something. I, I forgot what exactly what it was, but we stopped and uh, you know Dino we went in to get some uh, some waters and some snacks, and for some reason he came out. And you know at a convenience store, they got right near the counter, they got all these stupid health supplement products sometimes. They got these male enhancement products. They got this thing. It's uh, he, I don't know why he bought it. It's such a waste of money on something that's, that's completely stupid. He, he bought this thing, it's, and it was $5. He bought this thing. It's called Extends. Dietary Supplement, Male Enhancement, Pleasure, Performance. Five-day supply, five tablets. I'm like, dude, why do you know? Why'd you waste $5 on a stupid joke? <laughs> Russ, Russ was very upset <laughs> that Dino bought him extends. You know, Dino, it was a joke. Dino thought it was funny. He was just outraged. Like, why would you spend $5 on a joke? That's just, oh, I miss that. I miss, I, you know, and just so everybody knows, I talked to Russ. I, I talked to Russ, what, a week or two ago. I still talk to Russ. Russ is still a very dear friend. I love Russ. He's still around. He's great. He's doing great. Uh, Dino, I haven't talked to, but I'm going to be going to New York City soon, and hopefully we're going to have dinner or lunch or something. And I promise you, at some point, I'm going to do a show one day, and Dino is just going to be here with me. Dino's not coming back. That's not happening. But I'm pretty sure I can get him to at least come on every once in a blue moon. How about that? I do think I'll be able to get him to at least come on once. So uh, it's not going to be anytime soon, probably next year, but I will do my best. I know you guys miss Dino. I miss him too. He's a great guy. So if I don't do a show before the end of the year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, whatever it is, but I probably will. But if not, then I will talk to you guys definitely next year. Thank you for listening, and I am out.